Wednesday is going to be the mobile betting day in Maryland, by the way. I got some numbers here. Oh, I like numbers. All right, my people, and this is what I talk about, how Maryland has botched this. This SWART committee who are waiting for people that were never going to bid. Right. Okay? They were waiting for specific people to bid who were never going to bid, and now you've cost us two years of money. Am I right, like, based on what I've read, like, they wanted more mom-and-pop type places uh, and, and here's more black-owned business right. uh, here's the bidding, thing. The, right? Is that the right? The process has been open to anyone. If you if you wanted to apply for a Class A or Class B license, right. Chris, you could do it. Okay? If you had a business, you could do it. Right. Okay? People chose not to bid. People chose not to get involved in it. Or they either did or they didn't. Okay? I mean, folks down the street at National Harbor have been waiting. They've had this thing set, ready to go. They just needed Maryland to say, hey, hit the button, and they were ready to go online the moment that that happened with their mobile stuff, okay? You've had major companies who know what they're doing on this have to sit on the sidelines and the state missing out on money because you had people on the SWART committee who had no idea what the hell they were doing, okay? Listen to these numbers. These are these are from my people on the inside, okay? They are projecting just in the first year, okay, under just under 500 million in operator revenue alone and 4 billion in wagers in the first full year in Maryland in 2023 okay now this is this is overwhelming this crosses both party lines this was you know registered among registered voters 65% supported sports betting opposed to just 26 that were against it if you want to go across party lines, 69% of Democrats endorsed sports betting. 58% of Republicans endorsed sports betting. And 81% of independents supported sports wagering. So, yes, you're going to have the people that are very tight in the religious community that will have their opinion on gambling, and people will make their decisions as to whether to play or not. We understand that and respect those opinions. But this was something that within the state that was represented and voted on overwhelmingly. This wasn't a 51 to 49 win for those, you know, a positive for sports betting. This was not close. It passed with over 70% of the vote, okay, at the ballot box. And this state had to wait because we had people on the SWART committee who kept saying, ah, oh, these people haven't bid yet. These people haven't bid yet. Well, the bidding was open, and they had a chance, and they just didn't do it. They didn't want to get involved in it because they didn't have the capital or didn't want to invest the capital that they had in it. It's public choice. They chose not to. So don't hold it against the people that do have their act together and their eggs all in the basket ready to go. And now, finally, Maryland is going to get a chance to... Get that money churning like Virginia has. Virginia, as conservative a state as it is in many parts of the state, number seven overall in the country in money generated in 2022. Mm. Seven. Imagine what Maryland's going to do with a full year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just it's just, just impossible. It's just crazy to watch our state suffer. Uh, you know, money that could have been part of the budget here right. and just hasn't been. And I'm not a Maryland resident. Uh, I only go into Maryland for work reasons. I that, That's all. Um, but many of our listeners, <laughs> of course, are from Maryland. So I, and, and Prince you, George's and, County, and, and our you number one area. 
So that's why we talk about this, because it does matter, and it is important, right? The one thing that I can't understand is how a state like Maryland, which was actually aggressive and in the forefront of building casinos between uh, Maryland Live and the Horseshoe Casino and then MGM and everything that has been done brick and mortar style in Maryland, how crazy and ridiculous this the the mobile process was right I, mm-hmm. I mean like you would think again you're out in front you've been the a leader in this in terms of getting like regular casino action and gambling as part of the state's income a huge part of it and yet you screwed this up and it took as as long as it did and again, I'm not smart enough to know the, the, the SWAR committee and all that stuff. You know, I don't really care. Um, I mean, it's it's done, I, I think. As of Wednesday, everybody will be able to do it. And, and now, am I, am I wrong? Like, mobile, you can mobile, uh, you can bet mobile, mobily, mobile in D.C., Maryland, as of Wednesday, and Virginia. And you can bet in brick-and-mortar establishments in all three jurisdictions, right? Or all three borders if you mm-hmm. will right so i mean now we're covered now we're covered and west virginia for those you know that that can drive out there you know they've been up and running for a long time i mean so now we are as of wednesday delaware has been up and running for a while yeah. you've got pennsylvania that's right. been up and running new for jersey a while. obviously but i mean as of wednesday there is no more uh, unless something goes wrong and it gets delayed there are no more issues correct yep Correct. Okay, so let's get it. What they let's say. get it done. Uh, one last thing here, and then we'll we'll go. Um, this is more from the Washington Post article that I read uh, during or a, a brief excerpt about investors kind of backing off maybe a little bit and maybe thinking that this might take six to twelve months to sort out instead of what everybody wants, which is six months or less, and everybody kind of zeroing in on the league owner meetings in late May and uh, late March, I should say. Um, Okay, so so this little excerpt uh, that apparently came from this article said, one person with knowledge of the process expressed the belief that until a few weeks ago, Snyder had planned to sell only a minority share of the team, but now realizes he must sell the entire franchise. He is facing a considerable debt burden, and the team is seeking to build a stadium to replace FedEx Field, blah, blah, blah. According to several people with knowledge of NFL transactions, Snyder will struggle to find an investor willing to pay $1 to $2 billion to be his junior business partner unless he is willing to guarantee an opportunity to quote-unquote buy him out and become the full or principal owner at a future date. Now, you remember the day that we found out that Snyder was exploring the sale. We talked about this as a very because we didn't know at all at that point we said maybe this is a play to get money and capital to build a new stadium which he thinks will get him out of hell and jail and all that stuff and will settle everything down and be the ultimate elixir and i said and i know we talked about well what if like i don't know say somehow jeff bezos wants to invest two billion dollars and build a stadium and have it be Amazon Stadium or Prime Stadium or or whatever Jeff Bezos wants to do. But everybody automatically dismissed that and said, no, Jeff Bezos. So 
what about if Jeff Bezos is guaranteed to buy? Guaranteed, not, hey, he has the option to buy if Dan Snyder wants to. No, no, guaranteed an option to buy controlling interest of the team or the whole team, however that would lingo-wise be worked out. Guaranteed. to. So here's here's a question that I have for you. As a Commanders fan, and as somebody who is invested in this, Maryland, all that stuff, say it's Jeff Bezos. Mm-hmm. If I told you that Jeff Bezos would buy into the Commanders, help them build the new stadium, but not be guaranteed the opportunity to buy, buy controlling interest of the Commanders, until, let's just call it a nice round number of 2030, seven and a half years from now, would that be Would that be okay for you? Not would that be what you want. I know the answer to that. Would that be okay? Would that be an acceptable solution? No, because I don't think it's going to make I, I, any, any, any deal, any transaction that involves the current ownership staying stains the new owner that's coming in as a partnership, especially if it's something seven years down the road. I I still think that I, I still think that's a non starter with a lot of the people. I really do. I, I believe so too. And if you're Dan, Dan, don't tempt fate. This is not going to work. I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you the money, Dan, Dan. Take the freaking money and go away. Go off to the south of France and your Cannes Music Festival and all that stuff. Go hobnob with all your lady s friends. I go where you know fly into Appalachian State to see Jerry. Uh, whatever you got to do, Dan. It's not going to work here. Nobody is like, and 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 if you're Jeff Bezos or if you're Byron Allen or if you're the uh, the, the the other investors that wanted to buy, I forgot their names. Uh, Juan Feliciano I mean, or Jose Feliciano. I mean, think about it, think about uh, it. Like Chris. If, if you buy if you buy in with him, right? That's seven years now of not being able to maximize your investment because there's still going to be a lot of people that hold out on supporting yes. the team financially. And also they look will at sit you. back here and root, but they're still right. not going to support financially. And they also look at you a little bit different, a little bit cockeyed, right? I mean, like like if you, if you buy 100% of the commanders, people are going to look at you as the savior. If you give Dan Snyder two, two and a half, three billion dollars to buy 40%, 42%, a, a non-majority share, what are people going to look at you as? They're going to look at you as you're, a life as, as, as a life complicit. Raft. It's complicit to you're helping yes. you're helping a guy that they view as the devil as the as the monster. Correct. You're helping him stay afloat. They're going to look at you bad. I don't know if Dan's a monster. I think it's a little strong. I mean, th- I mean that's the perception. That's a little strong. I, I, I would agree. I mean, listen, he hasn't treated a lot of people right. Monster is strong. You want to I'm just say saying, unsavory, sure. You want to say monster? Um, that's you know, how a lot of people monster. View it. I reserve for people that I agree. kill, dismember. I agree. I agree. Um, you know, hurt pillage. children. Yeah, yeah that's, I agree. Yeah, I'm just saying, like that. That is a characterization that a lot of people. You know, I mean, you're I, you're right. We could do better than that. My bad. I, I'll, I was I'll say. Take I mean, for a guy that you said has always treated you fair and nicely, I, I, but I I didn't say I. I didn't say I thought of him as a monster. Always wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Happy you know? Thanksgiving, everybody. I mean, that's, that's. I mean, did you know? Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes, yes see, there you. it was. Did you know next week is yeah. Thanksgiving? Yeah. So 
Dan, when he wishes you happy Thanksgiving, he'll actually do it. on he'll the show. He'll do it live on this show. Right. He'll, he'll mean it. He'll mean it. <laughs> happy Thanksgiving, everybody. I should say plausibly live on this show. Yes. So you'll yeah. be able to hear from the head man right. himself. Right. And it'll the, actually make sense. Get to the phones. Once. 301-230-0980. We stay on the Odyssey app in the Carolinas. Peter in Wilmington, North Carolina. What's up, Peter? Hey, good morning, guys. I think it's a great show. Your variety is fantastic, what you talk about. So last week, Kevin Sheehan had uh, this lawyer that's involved with the NFL in so many ways. His name is Gutman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Howard Gutman. Howard Gutman, yeah. Yeah, there you go. So Mr. Gutman said there won't be no problem with these oncoming or, or lawsuits because what they'll do is because it's such a big sell, they'll be able to put money in escrow for future lawsuits, and that'll be agreed upon and who pays what and whatever, and then this will make this thing go quick. And I believe, this is just my gut feeling, I believe the owner of Amazon has got this locked up. There's nobody else in the world, basically, better set to buy this team. And I agree with you guys, too. Nobody wants him in bed with Snyder. Snyder has to be completely gone. And and you know what? Uh, Pete, you made the best point of all. You said, listen, they may accept, they may root for the team, but they're not coming back and buying tickets and doing all the things that, if anything, if Snyder's involved in it, it just kills everything. And seven years of that, no. So, uh, great show. Just wanted to put my two cents in and uh, keep up the good work. I listen every day. Thank you, Peter. You're the best. We appreciate you. We know um, you're out there for us. We appreciate uh, you and everyone else, whether you agree Wilmington, with us. North, if you're looking for a nice not. little vacation spot, by the way, spot. Wilmington, North Carolina, the first radio company I, I I guess technically I worked at WNAV with Dave Johnson, so Jake Einstein would be number one. But the second radio company I ever worked for, there were two lawyers that were based here in D.C. that owned a series of small market stations. One was in Wilmington, huh. and I went down there, and then it was I found that place to be phenomenal. Just a nice place to go get away, small, uh, but plenty of beach for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think anybody would love it if you can get down there uh, to Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, r- real quickly, there is uh, also an addition uh, that uh, J.P. Finley put out on Twitter uh, about this whole Washington Post article, uh, kind of updating the ownership situation. Uh, talking about, you know how we talked about, uh, maybe it was about a week and a half ago, Ted Leonsis and Monumental potentially buying the commanders, right? Now they're kind of saying that people kind of familiar with the dynamics of pro sports ownership in D.C., whatever that means, <laughs> speculate. Oh, you can't speculate. Oh, can't speculate. That Leonsis or others in his monumental sports organization could end up as investors in a bid led by Bezos or another perspective, 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 prospective majority owner because of the expertise that they could provide in the operation of pro teams, the local sports market and venue infrastructure. So I take that as, you know, Ted probably isn't going to have the, 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 the artillery, if you will, to put together a bid worth, say, roughly $7 billion, even with investors from other places, because he's trying to buy the Nationals, which is going to cost at least $2.5 billion, you would think. So maybe Ted gets involved on a smaller scale, kind of like how the learners 
are in, in investors in monumental sports, right? So Ted becomes basically minority owners or minority partners with Bezos and Jay-Z or Robert Allen or whoever to help, you know, A, to have a stake in his favorite football team, B, to have influence on television in the local market. Um, Obviously, he's going to get NBC Sports. Well, he's already getting NBC Sports Washington. Mm -hmm. So there would be more programming, more uh, what do they call that? Uh, ancillary an- programming. Yeah, yeah ancillary program. Uh, uh, Plus, uh, they already have the exhibition games on there right, through their but, relationship with Channel 4. Right. But again, a lot of people think they might diminish Commander's coverage by focusing on Caps, Wizards, and Mystics coverage with Ted Monumental great. taking look, over. It, look, it's great, but let's face it, on Sundays... I mean, look, you can cut out all the crap that Julie and them do during the week, which is rah-rah, cheer-long programming. Maybe the Logan Paulson stuff where he's breaking down film is great. That's fine. But Sundays, what they do with Brian and you Santana and those guys is, is excellent Sunday programming. Um, look, if it if it's going to cut into it, remember, Wizards play a lot of Sunday night games at 6. Yeah. So, you know, if you have to cut some of that out because of that, that's one thing. But I, I think even Ted is smart enough to know he understands the market that from September to January, there was a large conglomerate of people that tune in for Washington Commander's coverage. Yes. And as much as he wants to raise the profile, and, and because he can cross-promote, he'd be able to cross-promote Caps Wizards. I mean, how many times have we tried to tell people, look, if you've never been to a hockey game, and you go, how many people call us and say, I went to my first hockey game? This is people of all race, uh, people of all factions, male, female, whatever. When they go to their first hockey game in person, they're like, oh, my God, this was the greatest experience or whatever. So Ted would be able to cross-promote Wizards, Capitals, Mystics across all of those uh, you know, uh, platforms, in my opinion, in that situation. So it becomes a win-win. They win because they get advertising support for good ratings around that coverage, but then he also is a win-win because he gets to promote his other properties mm-hmm. on that, promote great personalities, introduce people to people like Natasha Cloud, who's just as gifted as anyone, talking about the Mystics and the game of basketball and her energy is infectious, and it makes you want to go watch every Mystics game uh, if you can do that. So there's a win-win in it for Ted, and even he would—he's smart enough to know that you can't just cut out everything that you do, commanders-wise. I mean, like I said, we don't need—we don't need a show at five thirty every afternoon unless they're paying for it. Now, if they pay for that airtime, then by all means, you put it on TV. Because if I like, if you and I wanted to pay for our own TV show. Over there, they'd put us on TV mm-hmm. if we could pay for it, but we'd have to be able to pay for the time, right? You know, that's right. how it works, right? And then go sell the advertising or whatever ourselves. But if somebody's going to pay you and give you the money, sure, you put it on TV. So if the commanders pay for that 5 30 time slot, then yeah, by all means, you put that stuff on. There. I just last thing on this, I, just, I also think Ted realizes listen, I just bought a television network. And Look, the advertising market is not as good as it once used to be, 100%. of course. And now I've got to fill. If, 
if I can buy the Nationals and if I can get the television rights away from Masson and put them on Monumental Sports Network TV or whatever the hell they're going to call it, that's going to fill a lot of empty nights and a lot of voids, right? Think but, about this. But I, if, I, if I'm a partial owner in the Commanders and I'm the primary owner in the Caps, Benefits Wizards, him 100% I mean, in every direction. He's, he's now got Absolutely. not only all that cross-promotion, but he has his tentacles, his footprint, his fingerprints on everything, and then it all because, it not only right. it not only cross-promotes, but it fills up a television think network that he can sell advertising right. Think for. about what they're doing right now. They would be smart to get in bed with us and have a lot of our shows on there instead of showing FanDuel TV, uh, because FanDuel TV is available on every cable platform, Channel 602 on Direct TV, 314 on Fios. Okay, so 99% of the audience is watching it on that platform, maybe as opposed to watching it on your platform where you could have local programming that would talk about your teams. The Wizards, the Caps, the Mystics, right. and stuff like that in those slots. And you could still do it relatively inexpensively uh, as they do by having the sports junkies on in the morning, every morning. And ha- that's one of the highest rated shows on that network every day, every week, all year long. No surprise there. More of your calls next. 301-230-0980. Last segment for you to call in and chime in. Dumb Dumb of the Day is 20 minutes away. Let's rock and roll right here on the Team 980 and streaming live for free on the Odyssey app. Three one two three zero zero nine eighty. Chris Russell wants to do a show. We've often joked Chris wants to host with Kevin Sheehan, right, Matt? Yeah. Well, right now he wants to be part of the triumvirate that is Burgundy and Gold today. He wants to host with Doc Walker and Scott Jackson. So first he wanted to alienate me with Kevin Sheehan. Now he wants to host with Doc and Scott Jackson on Burgundy and Gold today. Just leave me and you here by ourselves, okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, what what you don't realize, see, if we had a TV element to the show, you all would be laughing right now. You know why? Because I got my headset and I came around here to Russell's side <laughs> of the board because the call screen is on his side of the board. Because I'm gonna, I want to host our show. Woo! It's our show right now on the Woo! air. Burgundy and Gold <laughs> today comes up in a half hour. If he wants to stick around with Doc and Scott, he can. Okay. I want to host our show. So let's go to the phones. I got Chris standing here. That's right, Kirk Cousins. He is standing here. (laughs) What are you doing? Pull Roberto up. (laughs) Okay, there he is. You can't even do it. Oh, my God. You guys are killing me, man. Roberto, this guy, I mean, he, he th- he's sitting here doing the, this whole pump and circumstance, and then he can't, he can't even punch the You're button. You're out in the bullpen what? talking to Doc and Scott. Max playing the music. We we're, were supposed to be on the air. We were solving important things. We were breaking down Tyler Heineke and his ODU education. It's great. <laughs> What's up, Roberto? I'm here to talk to you, Roberto. Just remember that. I'm here to talk to you. In between his 17 jobs, Roberto, he's here to talk to you. Hey, Pete. I know. Hey, Pete. I want a piece of the Pete 980 because my handle is 
roll back to 980, so, you know. <laughs> That's true. I remember that. Absolutely. We'll give you a piece of well, that. Well, but that's all good. Christmas Roberto, we'll give you the coveted 4 a.m. slot, okay? Just uh, talking to uh, Exactly. Matt, you're on. We can hear you. Exactly. But this is, this is what we need to talk about. Whoever gets this team needs to know that it is a, 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 a curse on that land and land over. First thing you need to do is move that place out of there. That's one. Yeah, but 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 but, but, yeah. but you have to. I, I agree, but you have to. I guess in your mind, um, get your hand around the fact that you own all this property, right? That I'm sure you could sell right. it to some. But but you would not only have to. You know, wait to sell the property to clear it out, meaning the current FedEx field, knock it down, demolish it, clean it out, whatever, mm-hmm. and sell it. But you'd also have to buy other property in Virginia. The the property in yeah, D.C. Well, no, no. You, you, you need to secure a property or a space in D.C. proper. Yeah. Well, nothing else. I mean, I don't do. know if you have to buy nothing the RFK else. site, right? I mean, you don't have to buy that, no, correct? You, don't have to. you just you lease can, it, you can correct? Negotiate, you can yeah. negotiate and get in there. Yeah. If you if you're the right person, you know the right people. If you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right. Yep. And and, the, well, you, know and, the and right you know what, Roberto? Money, money knows the right people. You know that. Yes, sir. All right, pal. Appreciate we love you, you. Roberto. The, the Roberto well, 980. That's right. Coming See, to a radio that. near you. a movement. It'll be Paulie 980. It'll be, and I think I finally figured out who actually is behind the Pete 980 on Twitter. Twitter. Uh, I think I got a handle on well, that. Well, it's not. It, it it's not. Again, it's it, the Pete 980 is is the radio station. The sub handle is the Pete 980, but it's at Pete 980 DC. Right. Just just so we are clear. So I, I who, do you, who do you think's in charge of? I believe his name rhymes with Stion Dowell. It's a good guess. Uh, it's a good guess. I would I would tend to say sources tell me that you might be wrong. Oh, okay. Let's go to line two. Little can't go wrong with him. What's up, Little? Hey, gentlemen, thank you for taking my call. Hey, y'all, hey, Pete, Chris, y'all got the perfect perfect shift. It's called a retirement shift. <laughs> I hope my alarm, clock, my alarm clock don't go off to 10 o'clock. I don't have to be at work <laughs> till 1 o'clock. There you go, baby. I work at GSA. I'm blocks from, I'm blocks from the Rising Center. I can walk to the game if I need to. Hey, look, keep up the good work, gentlemen. One other thing, Pete, Chris, y'all, y'all I didn't chime in yesterday. I'm at work yesterday, man. I said, you know what? They were talking about them, them, them sandwiches. So I had Grubhub. We had Grubhub bring us some sandwiches from Arby's. Y'all got to try oh. that turkey roast, that honey roast on the pretzel bun, or the honey roast, honey roast turkey. My wife like it with the maple bacon. I'm up. I'm up. Oh. I don't eat no bacon. Maple bacon. Look, you try that. You try that honey roast turkey, man, on the pretzel bun or the Hawaiian bun. Man, Arby's doing the big. One other thing, gentlemen, I, I enjoy y'all. Doc, Doc talk big, big about y'all. He pays y'all. Especially both of y'all, Pete and Chris. Look, trust me on this. Heineken is sharp, man. He's smart and intelligent. This kid going to go out and buy the offensive lineman some Jordans if they keep on winning. See, that's, that's, the, that's the momentum I'm talking about. He's using his team. He's been very keen for a young man, but now he's using, he's using a lot of his common sense. He's going to go out and get them guys some tennis shoes 
Then it's going to be next. It might be, hey, we roll this thing into the playoff. Maybe some Rolex watches. Man, that young blood, that young blood, that young man doing some things, man. God bless y'all. Stay up, gentlemen. Thanks, Thank Little. You, That's why they're rallying around him because Taylor invests in his guys. They know if they play well for him, he's going to invest in them. What better way to endure yourself to your teammates? He's also going to buy them shoes. That's that's fantastic. I love it. Junior's up next. What's up, Junior, out in Fort Meade? Good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are Hello, you doing there? How are you? Good. Chris, it's funny that Craig from South Carolina got on you about uh, talking about all kinds of stuff. Because I was going to ask you if you ever heard the phrase, long story short. Because you have a story about every situation that you could possibly have. I've never heard a man talk so much, use so much air in my life. And there's no such thing, Junior, as a long story short when it comes to our boy. Well, let me me just defend myself by saying, you know, there, there are talk show hosts, believe it or not, Junior, that don't like to talk. That don't like to talk. That don't have anything to say. I mean, I have a lot to say. I love listening to your show. I love listening to your show. I love when you're on the air. I don't agree with you much. That's okay. I love listening to you. That's okay. I appreciate you. That's why why we allow, even though you have been very critical of me, we have you on our show because that that is good for business, right? A little spice, a little salt and vinegar is always good. That is true. Now, about the game on Sunday, I – I know everybody likes to talk about how uh, inconsistent Taylor Heineke is. I don't think his inconsistency is the biggest problem for this team. I think it's Scott Turner's inconsistency. You can tell when he puts his mind to it, he can come up with a game plan that is brilliant like it was on Monday night. Then he'll go three or four games where it's nonsensical plays over and over and over again, and then he'll come up with another game plan with a, in a game that they're not supposed to win, and they'll, it'll be brilliant. So I think that that's going to be, the for the rest of the year, the most important thing. If he can become more consistent as not just a play caller, but as a game planner, a guy who can put a game plan together, I think that's going to be the most important thing for this team. It's not going to be either Carson Wentz or Taylor Heineke. I think it's going to be him. Junior, appreciate, appreciate you, you as always, pal. Um, I mean – you, I, I think there's too much focus on Scott Turner, but well, okay. Let me ask a question though. Let me let me turn it to the other side of that. We were just having, and ironically, was a fruitful discussion out there that oh, you were having. It was a fruitful okay? discussion, but, but again, oh. you can't be at the expense of being on the air. Right, 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 right. Okay, but the the ultimate question is, you know, is it is it on Turner or like Scott was talking about, you know? There are things, I mean, Zampezi and Turner, who work with Taylor directly, I'm sure work on this till they're purple in the face in this 40-degree weather out there every day like this, or if they're in the bubble. But, you know, the balls that are behind are those poor decisions. Is it bad arm talent, as Doc said? I mean, is it what, what is the reason when, we're, when we break down the deficiencies in his game? that still seem to exist. The one thing he can't get past is the ball that's late, the ball that's high and behind. Mm -hmm. Is that bad decision-making? Is it bad decision-making as to the timing of the throw? Is it just bad arm talent? 
I mean, look at the ball Josh Allen threw for the Patrick Peterson interception this week. Ball was late, okay? But we don't really really get after Josh Allen for being late on that, though, because he's he's in that elite category already. But Taylor Heineke does it. It's because he's not very good at what he does. Can a quarterback that makes mistakes, or any player that makes mistakes, I mean, can it be multiple reasons as to why something happens? Meaning you don't have to be – like if you're an offensive tackle that – makes you know that has a, a a bunch of holding penalties or false starts can it be more than just hey it's on the coaches for not preparing them to get ready can it be because maybe you're slow out of your stance maybe you're dealing with a knee injury maybe you're not as as athletic maybe you're too ex- overexcited you know th- that type of thing meaning with Taylor Heineke can some of his mistakes be a a lack of arm strength b a lack of um timing and anticipation c maybe he doesn't read the field as well as some people think he does d maybe he's over aggressive and he sees something and it flashes and he's like ah i got to get it instead of like and remember you know standing behind 6 foot 4 6 foot 6 offensive and defensive lineman he can't see it sometimes clearly right. but i think out the, of the launch pocket. point was way to me the launch point was seemed different in the first half on monday night than normal it, it seemed like are you it, seeing as many balls sail on him like we saw in the past i well, think that I mean, it's number hard, it's hard I for think me to that say that number has come down a little bit i think you're right i don't have any way to conclusively say now it's hard for me to say still that. Happens. When, it when still you, happens, right. but I don't think it happens in the same quantity. When you have the Minnesota interception and, mm-hmm. and it sailed, it's hard for us to say that. But to your point, you're right. And I think one of the other points that I made while I was not paying attention to our show is to Doc and, and Scott was I, I think the amount of times that he's late, meaning the amount of times compared to last year that he's late in in releasing the football and making the decision and cutting it loose, which hurts you even more when you don't have superior arm strength. The amount of times that he's late seems to me to have come down as well. I think he's throwing more in in rhythm, more with better timing. And and again, I have no way to prove that other than gut feel, okay? Uh, Because if I asked Scott Turner or Ken Zampezi that, they wouldn't tell me that or confirm that off the record or on the record. Maybe they would off the record, but I don't have that access right now to them. My point being is I do think he has gotten better in some of his weak areas, but that doesn't mean that he's, A, not going to make mistakes, and, B, that from time to time, from throw to throw, something, whether it's, again, over-aggressiveness or late or not seeing something or sailing or underthrowing or not having pinpoint accuracy, whatever it might be, is going to be off. And, and I think that's what you have to live with when you don't have, again, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes with the mobility, with the cannon for an arm, with the absolute ability to dial in and get that ball off when it needs to be. I, I Again, it's so hard to find. We all know that. To get everything right on most of your throws. And even those guys screw up, as we know. You just mentioned Josh Allen. They screw up. They screw up plenty. But they screw up less than 
say, Taylor Heineke or Carson Wentz. And they've Wentz also got a lot more or, leeway to mess right, up, absolutely. too. The, the, the leash is obviously absolutely. a lot longer for a Josh Allen than it would be for a Taylor Heineke absolutely. in that situation. 3012-3009-80. The guys are standing by. Doc and Scott will be taking your calls on Burgundy and Gold today. Coming up at the top of the hour. Dum Dum of the day is right around the corner. Chris catches you up with the headlines. Here's what's trending. On the team nine eight. Ah, it wasn't a good loss for the Washington Wizards last night. They had a thirteen point lead at the half and blew it one twenty one one twenty to um, the Oklahoma City Thunder. SGA with a big night, forty two points, fourteen of twenty two shooting, including a dagger three with under two seconds left that ended the game and gave Oklahoma City the win, snapping the Wizards' four-game losing, a uh, winning streak, I should say, winning streak. Bradley Beal did return, hit a big shot late, and had a good fourth quarter overall, part of his overall 25 points. The Miami Heat in town tomorrow night, and that means Gilbert Arenas and Antoine Jameson and Karan Butler will be in the house at Capital One Arena. Celebration of the big three, if you will, against the Miami Heat. And you can hear it all here on the Team 980 and the Odyssey app. Meanwhile, uh, unfortunate news from Russia. Brittany Griner has officially, according to Reuters, been transferred to a penal colony uh, in Russia. Uh, and where exactly it goes from here, we don't know, except that's not a place uh, that you necessarily want to be. Of course, she was sentenced to over nine years in a Russian prison back from a arrest in February. And that's what's trending. Now, Russell's down the hallway talking to Danny Ruye. He wants to be with Grant and Danny in the afternoons. Grant and Danny and Chris Russell. It'll be like sports reporters. They'll change it. I often thought the four of us would do a hell of a show, like sports reporter style, but if you want to make it a three-man and... Uh, Actually, Grant wasn't there, just... I, I, you so and, you, you know and, that you I'm and, not cheating on you guys. You and, I was just talking about Danny. I was I was talking to Danny about his new windows by Window Nation. About that, uh, always a good decision. And he was just giving me the breakdown, the lowdown, the no better, throwdown. No better time to get new windows than right. in the winter when it's cold, so Absolutely. your home stays warmer. So you're using less heat right. and keep your energy bills down. And you should get uh, a spa from Offenbacher's, like I think oh. I'm going to, Ooh. which I know you have. And I ordered new uh, furniture from Offenbacher's. Which See, is, look at that. I got Russell involved. I mean, look at that. You know, they uh, listen, we support our sponsors here, Absolutely. right? And if you want to be a sponsor of this particular radio station and this particular radio show, just let us know. We'll get you in touch Very, with the right people. We will get you directly in touch with the right people. We know people, okay? And we can make it move. And again, as I always say, if you have free food, We'll take that, too. Although nobody ever brings us free food. Again, everybody brings the junkies everything. Nobody brings us. You know, it, I, it's, 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 it's amazing. It's almost like they've been doing that for 25 years. You know, if, And if, been very successful at if it. If I was coming in here tomorrow, Chris, I'd bring us a dozen donuts for the show. Really? 
but I'm not coming in here tomorrow. <laughs> Look at Pete. What a nice guy. Yeah. You know, if I would have known it was your birthday, I would have baked you a cake. So, but I didn't know it was your birthday, you know so screw you Next guys. Time, look, my daughter and loves baking cakes. Kelly has tried to bake a cake like every week. Last week, she made us a Fruity Pebbles cake, which was really good. So Fruity you know, Pebbles cake? Yes. Huh? It was so it's just like topped with uh, like um, frosting and then Fruity with, Pebbles on the, t- on the top? Mixed or? with and on top. Really? It was, yeah, it was mixed within with, the cake. Huh? It was really okay. good. So maybe when maybe when it's yours or Matt's birthday, I'll have her bake a fruity pebbles. Well, my cake. birthday was on uh, in September, and, and I, you didn't get me anything. But that's you know, I did get I, you something. What did you get me? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I brought something in here. Well, you brought me uh, a clear American uh, yeah. cherry limeade there two weeks ago. It cost you a grand total of sixty-seven cents. That's exactly right, my I friend. I mean, I appreciate that. Clear American, like I love I'm, it. You Food, know, Fuji apple in my bag right uh, over there. I mean, flavors are unbelievable. <laughs> you know, I mean, what Matt, 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 I, Matt, I think do you we want should... to know the true story behind this before we hit Dumb Dumb of the Day? Go for it. It's got a green label on it, right? And I buy white grape and watermelon, which are green labeled. Uh, and it was in my watermelon case, so my case he, of watermelon. He thought he so he thought the it day was before what he, he said I like cherry limeade. I was like, how about that? I'll give I, I Rufio. Found, I found a sucker for. I'll give Rufio the cherry limeade. He didn't even get it for me. I thought all along he was being nice and a good well, partner. A he didn't even re-gift. get it for me. It's a I real did, thought. Full re-gift did right I there. did I not bring it in and give it to you? You did, but you didn't buy it with the intention of giving it to me. I might do that saying, going forward. I love but doing I three hours a day with that guy. At or, the moment I was in the store and purchased it, I did not have that information oh. yet that you like cherry okay. limeade. All right. As I got that information, I then took it out of the case and gave it to you. Matt, you know what we're going to do tomorrow? We're going to celebrate Pete not being here by uh, having breakfast. There you go. I'm happy with that. <laughs> Bring biscuits for yourselves. <laughs> A former Major League player has qualified for a very important status on this show. It's time for Dumb Dumb of the Day on Russell and Medhurst. All righty. You might remember the name. Yasiel Puig. Not Pig. No. Puig. P-U-I-G. Played with the Dodgers. Played with the Reds. If memory serves correct, the 31-year-old, now former Major League Baseball outfielder, who was once a rock star when he first came up, pled guilty earlier this week to one charge of lying to federal law enforcement officials. That's called perjury, boys and girls. What did he lie about? His punishment in a plea agreement currently unknown, but what did he lie about? that maybe gets him a maximum of five years in prison? Well, he lied about his connection in an illegal gambling ring. Mm. (laughs) We've talked about gambling in a lot of ways, right? You can legally gamble now on a lot of things. You can uh, go to any sports book of your choice. You can gamble, again, mobile in Maryland, D.C., Virginia. Well, Mr. Puig was... Lying about what he was doing. According to criminal investigation officer Tyler Hatcher of the IRS, he said, quote, when given the opportunity to be truthful about his involvement with 
uh, a another bookmaker named Wayne Joseph Nix, who was running a illegal gambling operation. Mr. Puig chose not to. Mr. Puig's lies hindered the legal and procedural tasks of the investigators and prosecutors. So now he can face up to five years in jail. Of course, he probably won't. Uh, he placed bets with a third party identified as Agent One in an undercover operation he was working with. Uh, again, uh, this th- this uh, gentleman uh, named Nix, Wayne Joseph Nix, who I don't remember him. He was an ex-minor league baseball player who was charged this past March in running a multi-million dollar gambling ring, of course, an illegal one, in the Los Angeles area. Nix pleaded guilty in April with uh, one count 